this is Stephen Byer from Iron Films, and you're listening to Sick on Cinema. And welcome to Sick on Cinema. A special cold edition. Yeah. I am one half of your Christian punk podcasters, John. Oh, God. Have you the other half, Matt? Which is not true, but, no. you know, we'll get into that later. <laughs> it's, it's part of the movie. Yeah. And uh, we're back. A little delayed. Yeah, a little bit. Which uh, I'm going to go on a bit of a rant. Oh, so God. before I do, let's go ahead and get our little uh, introduction you, out of the you're way. You're not going to talk shit on me, are you? No. Okay. Uh, questions and comments and concerns can be sent to sickoncinema at gmail.com. Yes. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter if you want to. I haven't checked it in months. We don't really do anything with it. I an accident the other day, and I was like, <laughs> oh, we have a less follower now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we don't do anything with Twitter, but Instagram and Facebook we're pretty active with. You yeah. can contact us there, comment, talk with us. You know, we're, mm-hmm. we're nice guys. We like to conversate. Yeah. We like to talk to you. Yeah. We like to shout out our uh, podcasting friends mm-hmm. who will survive. Yes. Go give them a follow, a subscribe, five star them. Rants from the Black Lodge. Rants from the Black Lodge, same thing. Uh, and of course, the man behind our theme song, Ring Architect, mm-hmm. who I've been listening to a little bit of a, a little bit of his new album that uh-huh. hasn't dropped just yet. Let me tell you, it's going to be good. <laughs> it's going to be real good. You haven't even let me hear even a single bit of it yet. No, I haven't. <laughs> you got to talk to Michael a little bit more oh, for okay. me. Thank you. <laughs> That's why we need mic stands. Yeah, so done. go give all of our friends a follow, like we always say, because, mm-hmm. you know, they're good to us, and we like to support good people. And we, we talk to the guys from who will survive pretty often. Yeah, they're nice guys. But, yeah. Yeah, so. Now, that's out of the way. Mm-hmm. Sick on Cinema is and will always be a physical media podcast. Oh, well, what's going on here? Streaming is fine. Okay. I have nothing against it. But mm-hmm. this episode would not have been delayed if it wasn't for the fact that you couldn't watch Capture Kill and release on Voodoo. Uh-huh. And I couldn't watch Nothing Bad Will Happen or could have nothing oh, yeah, yeah, nothing yeah. bad can happen. Yeah, nothing bad can happen. On Shudder. Because internet was goofed up. Well, our internet, because we're in like the backwoods. Yeah. In Methville. <laughs> so. Methville, USA. So, yeah. Methville, <laughs> USA. <laughs> but, so, if you could probably just figure that our Wi Fi is not the greatest. It's not the, the greatest. World. So, streaming can be hard sometimes. Yeah. And I had a little bit of trouble with the last movie that I watched today. Yeah. Which is, we know. The day before, we're putting this up, probably. Yeah. Capture, kill, release. And, holy shit, there's a few moments that it, like, I thought it was going to die on me. <laughs> I was like, don't do this. This is why we've always oh. strived to own and watch everything physically. 
Yes, because, you know, the only thing that can stop you from watching the movie physically is if the fucking power's out. Yeah. <laughs> or if you don't have something to watch it on. Exactly. Not that streaming is bad. <sighs> no, it's fine. It's we, I mean, I own a lot of movies digitally. Mm-hmm. We watch movies for the podcast. Hell, probably next week we'll probably watch another movie for, for the podcast digitally. Yes. However... Whenever possible, we will be doing these physically because I, I I do not like technical issues holding us back when it should have been out already just because we can't watch the damn movies. <laughs> because, like, you sat there and you tried to watch nothing back and happen and it kept lagging I out. had to restart it, like, so many times. And I was trying to watch Capture Kill release one day and it wouldn't play at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I tried so many times. Like, I tried after you had left for work, too, and nothing. Right. And I was hoping it would play today, and thankfully it did. You know, and you could, you know, this argument made is like, well, if you didn't wait so long. But we also, I feel like we don't like to watch the movies too far in advance because we like to keep them pretty fresh in our heads. Yeah. You watch them too far in advance, and then you kind of start losing detail and stuff like that. Yeah, which I know people probably have, you know, another excuse for that is like, well, take better notes then. (laughs) Well, yeah, but notes can only do so good. Yeah. But yeah, that's a little rant I wanted to get out of the way because pissed me off. <laughs> Support physical media. Yeah, physical media is where it's at. It will always be the better, because like, you know, sure, you know, more than likely down the road, DVDs will deteriorate no. and stop working. Sure. Well, it's like fucking Xboxes are already coming out with just consoles with, that have no disc trays in them, mm-hmm. which is stupid in my opinion, but... But, you know, <sighs> it's still to me like, it, it's a more reliable format. Let me put my tinfoil hat on for a second, okay? Uh-oh. All right. You've been what? doing too much conspiracy shit? It, a little bit. I've been, I've been working on some stuff. But anyway, what if one day mm-hmm. the Wi-Fi, you know, Wi-Fi internet just goes down forever? Yeah. You ain't watching fucking shit if That's you have physical true. copies of it. That's true. So, yeah. It's like that episode of Rick and Morty where he's like, I'm going to take down the whole government by changing a one to a zero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Someone takes down the entire internet for the entire world. We're fucked at that point. You ain't watching shit no more. Yeah, you ain't watching shit, boy. So Except physical media. Except for us, we got we got I don't all kinds movies, of but <laughs> shitty movies on <laughs> physical media. We we can watch uh, oh god, Alien Beast or Oh, we can watch Alien around. Beast so many times. God. <laughs> Every version of it. Like, could you imagine like a world like threads where the only thing you watch was Alien Beast. Oh my like god! Like it's a world where like everything is like collapsed to the point where like people think Alien Beast is good because it's the only thing they've ever Suicide's seen. Suicide's the only option at that point. <laughs> Which we'll watch that movie sometime later on. I cannot wait to the day we finally cover Alien oh Beast. God. D- can you? It's gonna be amazing. We're, we're oh, it's gonna be agony. We, like we watched it together the first time around. Mm-hmm. Like you had st- you had started it and I think you had told me to come to where you were at. I was like, Matt, come watch this. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what the hell's happened. And I was sitting there and watching it, I was like, I can't believe this is real. <laughs> I can't imagine watching this by my fucking self. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah. further ado, we should probably get into what we're covering today, unless you want to go on more about the conspiracy <laughs> stuff. Conspiracy theories? I yeah. think I'm alright on conspiracy theories. <laughs> anything anything exciting happened here recently that we need to talk about? Uh, I don't think so. No, I don't yeah, think so. It's been so. pretty bland. <laughs> I mean, there's been stuff in like the news, but <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. I'm that's talking about like we shit cover we cover. I'm talking mean, about shit we talk about. I mean, <laughs> that's I mean not really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the only thing I've like looked 
you know, been like intrigued by is like stuff I've heard in the news recently. That's about <laughs> it. So, you know. Well, that conversation died quickly. Well, I like my hopes and dreams of <laughs> anything. Much like my life. <laughs> it died. It died quickly. <laughs> Just about like any uh, friendship yeah, we ever have with anyone normal. Like any of my hopes of ever finding another, the love of my life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> died quickly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, she's remember. crazy too. Ah, uh, yeah, that's mm. figures. I'm bad at this. <laughs> you don't know how much I related to that one sentence right there. <laughs> Anywho, so today we're talking about. Well, <laughs> here's okay, the thing. So we fucked up. <laughs> we we said this was modern disturbing. Yeah, but I think two of these fucking movies came out in 2013, guys. Yeah, that's not. A while Very ago. Very modern. That's a while ago. Yeah, it's a What, six ago. years? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we've covered movies way more modern than this. Yeah, I think at that point I was going through an awkward phase in my life. Yeah, I mean, like, we we covered just last episode that movie from 2018. <laughs> yeah. That's way more modern than... <laughs> yeah, like, 2016 already feels like it's been a while ago. Yeah, right? Jesus. So essentially this just turned out to be an episode to cover some movies that we really didn't have any other way to... I think when I make the poster this week, I'm going to have Modern Disturbing with a question mark. <laughs> modern? <laughs> I guess it's still technically modern. Uh, it's not old. I mean, it's still in the, the 2010s. It's not 10 years old. Yeah. <laughs> God. So, yeah. But the movies we're covering is Capture Kill Release, Nothing Bad Can Happen, and Let Me Make You a Martyr. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to start out with 2016. Mm-hmm. It's a... Uh, Found footage film, which you know, which I didn't know was a found footage movie until I got into it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna lie, because we had covered you know found footage in one episode already. Oh, we've covered. I think we've covered a fair share of found footage. Well, fair enough. And as soon as it opened with the, someone holding the camera, I was immediately like, oh fuck. The <laughs> <laughs> thing again. is, like, I think I kind of had the similar reaction to every time we watch a found footage movie. Yeah. But I found I like a lot of found footage movies. Yeah, I think it was because there was an entire like. I mean, some people, some like, if there's any like younger, younger viewers out there, they may not really know a lot of this. But there was a point in time from like 2005, well, no, probably 1990, like the late 90s. Well, it really exploded when Cloverfield came out. Yeah, which. I remember liking Cloverfield, and yeah. then there's a shit ton of movies that came out that were found footage, including Paranormal Activity, like 512. I think, I think to me when it like got out of control was when uh, Frankenstein's Army came out. Oh yeah, which I liked Frankenstein's Army. I thought it was, you know, I thought it was a decent movie with some awesome looking monsters in it. Mm. But it takes place in World War Two, and it's supposed to be found footage. Yeah, so I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, you you better be holding that camera real in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So like to me that was like that was the that was the jumping the shark moment, but you yeah. know I, I feel the you know I had the you know we talking about I have a very similar reaction to you every time I watch a start a movie and it's found footage I'm like oh, fuck you know but like I find I like a lot of found footage movies I do too but there's so many bad ones though they are a lot of bad ones like was it the Chernobyl Diaries the Chernobyl Diaries and then there was like the Apollo movie oh I yeah watched, I watched that one in theaters with the next girlfriend. I forgot and that movie existed. Holy shit, that was bad. Like I was like, oh, we should go see this. It's going to be so good. And then... Quarantine. Oh. Which, like, we could get into an entire conversation of how that just completely ripped, wrecked the fuck off. I mean, it's a remake. 
Oh, is it a remake? Yeah, it's a remake of Rogue. Oh, I did not know it was a remake. I thought it was yeah. just a ripoff. No, it's a remake. Holy shit. But uh, What else? Diary of the Dead, unfortunately. Oh, my God. The Zombie Diaries. What? That doesn't make any sense, though. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And honestly, movies like this, like as much as I like the August Underground movies, mm-hmm. Man Bites Dog, Poughkeepsie Tape, stuff like that. I am no one. Yes. These movies... Are done to death. Are done to death, and sometimes... Very unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I, which I know there's like actual like true crime cases where people have documented this stuff. But I don't see it. Like it's yeah. not like they're not doing it like that. <laughs> and ultimately I feel like we're taking a lot of time at the yeah. beginning here because it's pretty basic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, basic bitch the movie. <laughs> yeah, like I hate to be that way because like as we've said this a million times, I feel like, but I go into every movie wanting to like it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. As soon as I saw that, and as soon as the plot started going, I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, because we've seen this so many times. And there's even what was it uh, the Miranda tapes based on Leonard Lake and Charles Zing serial mm. killers? Yeah, which is very similar. Yeah, and it's like, God dang it, Megan is missing. Oh yeah, so so many of these fucking movies. Yeah, which you know. If it's really good, then good on it, you know. But mm. I'm I'm sick of it. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> Found footage is oh. kind of the new zombie movie. Oh well, I think zombie movies are still the new uh, zombie movies. Yeah, zombie movies is God. so overdone. But Capture Kill and Release tells the story of this couple, who the 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 lady of the couple mm-hmm. uh, really wants to kill somebody. Oh, like she's way into wanting to murder somebody, and the boyfriend's going along with her. And they kind of they videotape their prepping and everything and trying to pick out who they're gonna do it to until it gets really real and then the boyfriend starts to have some uh, some uh, change of heart. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that's pretty much the plot of the movie. Uh, I mean, I it's know. a fa- it's your basic found footage killer movie. But like I I don't know the the <laughs> what was that? I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't remember the girl's character in this movie. I don't remember her name. But I she honestly was kind of like annoying to she me. She was. Because she was like, oh, you know, we can get all this stuff. Like, as soon as she was going over all these things in this hardware store of all mm-hmm. places, I'm like, here we go. <laughs> My first two notes are, nobody acts like that with a camera. I don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, my first note was found footage. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. And also, it's I'm a, okay if you don't want to get caught, you probably shouldn't record all this. Yeah, that's the thing too. There's a lot of lot of unrealisticness with the camera. Like yeah. they're filming shit that nobody would really film, yeah. and acting in yeah. front of the camera the way nobody would actually act. And it really is an unrealistic depiction of people or, or killers, if you will. But that didn't really bother me that much because I kind of expected it, you know. So you said this movie came out in 2013? 16. Six, 16? Yeah. You have smartphones at this point. <laughs> That's true. Why the fuck are you carrying around a huge-ass camera to document your murders? <laughs> That's true. At one point, they get like a VHS camera, and it looks no oh different, really. God, no, it doesn't. It like They're like, oh, 1983 camera. I'm like... Are you sure about that? <laughs> John Cena comes out of the yeah. wall. Are you sure about that? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, that's not an 83 camera. Yeah. If it was an 83, there would not be sound on it, because I'm pretty sure that's like Super 8, <laughs> unless it's like an actual like film camera. So the positive, uh, for me, here's the positives of okay, this movie, yeah. okay? 
Um, I thought towards the end, when the dynamic began to shift, where he was really starting to pull back, but she was really getting gung-ho. Yeah. I thought some of that was really cool and really interesting, kind of tense at times, especially like when they start fighting over the camera. Yeah. That was pretty intense. Yeah. And I thought done pretty well. Um, the gore. The gore is really, really good. good. Yeah, like, there's just, like, I mean, there's not really any spoilers with this I until, mean, shit, like, the very end. They but, kill somebody. <laughs> yeah, they kill somebody. <laughs> and, like, they're, like, dissecting him mm-hmm. with, like, a saw. What, what, what was the... It's like a saw saw. Yeah. And that looks incredibly... It was good. Like, yeah, it like, was really it good. Like, I was... I expected not to see an ounce of gore in this movie. Yeah, there because ninety percent of the time in these found footage movies, you don't. It's an easy way to get around showing gore. Yeah, but the gore in this movie, when it happens, is really, really solid. I almost wonder if they try to like. I wonder if like Marcus Cook worked on this. I don't think so. Or someone really who worked on like August Underground, maybe. I don't. I don't think so. I think it's just some guy who just knew what he was doing, man. Well, I mean, props some to guy, that guy. Or, and or girl, it can be yes, a girl. Yeah. You know? <laughs> whoever it is, someone. Get this person for your movies. Now, the only thing about it, though, yeah, is when they start sawing the body apart and it's shooting blood everywhere. Yeah, that's not realistic. The no. body, the blood settles because there's no nothing pumping it through. Yeah, but other than that, that's nitpicking. <laughs> yeah, that, that is nitpicking. Because like yeah. when they started going at it, I was waiting for the camera to cut away for the guy being like, "Oh God, I can't do it" or something like that, yeah. you know. But when it started sawing through, I was like, "Damn, that looks really solid." Yeah. Like there's even a point point where they hit bone mm-hmm. and like it, you can like hear it and visually see it like like wobble on yeah it, and it's it's like damn I was like, damn that's good yeah. <laughs> like, this is good gore because that was my note my last note was like, good good gore at the end <laughs> 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 um what else did I like about the movie like, like I said I liked the dynamic at the end I thought the gore was really good and I thought ultimately the end to end yeah was pretty solid yeah like I like I almost feel like the like the, end, the ending's fine yeah but I almost feel like it, it was kind of predictable in a way yeah it is because it's very similar to other movies the whole movie is very predictable that's the big net if i had my biggest negative with the film is you've seen this movie and towards the middle it it drags it does like after the you know the the murder happens Mm -hmm. it drags (laughs) and and the person they pick to kill is like this homeless guy and like at first you feel really bad for the dude like oh come on but then once he starts like acting yeah he's like man this guy's not very good (laughs) Yeah, he probably should have took him out sooner so he didn't have to try to act. Uh, yeah, when they're at the, the the dinner scene, he's very awkward. It's not even awkward in like the way it's supposed to be awkward. Yeah, he just like his acting is just not there. And I feel like the the two leads, their acting was a bit rough at points. Yeah, it kind of really depended. Like she yeah. was really bad at trying to be funny crazy does that make sense like at the beginning she's not very good at the beginning when she's all like bubbly and Mm. great but like towards the end she gets when she's just like being a straight asshole bitch yeah she's really good at that yeah and he is not very good at trying to be normal Mm. it's when he's getting intense that he's really good yeah I I agree and like again like there's all kinds of movies like this. That's the only problem. Is you've seen this movie, and there's even movies that end very similar. Mm-hmm. Like which I'm not going to say because I'll you know I'll spoil it. But the movies that are exactly like this one, like I even wrote it down in my notes. Like this is just a few. I guarantee you could throw in more. Mm-hmm. Man bites dog. Yeah, very similar. August Underground. The Dog's first Underground one. trilogy. The first one in particular. Yeah. 
Poughkeepsie tapes. Mm-hmm. I am no one. Yeah. And there's more you could go over. Which, you know, all those movies have different premises, but it's set the same. <laughs> and they're better. Yeah. <laughs> Which, again, this movie's not bad. It's not bad. I would still recommend you check it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, like, one of my notes here. Though there's not much to uh, not much to it, it's an easy watch. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> you know, like, there's not a lot of meat on the bones, but it's not a bad movie, Mighty Stretch of Imagination. There was at one point I kind of expected it to end. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> because, like, whenever the camera hit the floor, mm-hmm. I kind of figured it would end there. Yeah. And then, boom, picks up into, the, like, the damn old camera. The old camera. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? Which, you know, <laughs> like, there's a second attack scene, and the torture in that scene is... Vicious. Pretty brutal. Yeah. Like it gets pretty pretty rough towards the end, and that that's good. Mm. But like you said, between the first murder and the second attempted murder, oh. man, there's a long gap there of not a lot going on. And like, I, I mean, I guess you could say the same thing about the other movies I, I just mentioned. Sort of, but like to me, the but, problem is like there's only so many times he can yell at her about the camera before you're just like, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> you know, like, but, I mean, well, what I'm saying is, like uh, earlier I said, you know, in my notes I was like. If you don't want to get caught, then why would you record all this? I guess you could say that about every single one of these other movies, except yeah. for maybe you know the the actual documentary style ones. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like its major flaws, how unoriginal it is. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been done and been done much, much, much better. Yeah. Still, at the end of the day, not a bad movie. No, I, it's again, got its positives. Like there's a there's a couple of really brutal scenes. Mm. And there's some interesting stuff in it, and there's some really good gore, but it's just not a lot of meat on them bones, man. Yeah, not a lot to dig into. <laughs> it, it, it's very thin. It's like you know, like you go get ribs <laughs> at like a at like a local really good barbecue place, right? Yeah. And they're just meaty and delicious. And you go <laughs> like the chilies. Yeah. And you get the baby back ribs, and like they're just like it might as well just be a plate of bones, <laughs> you know, like that. This is chilies, baby back ribs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you've never had ribs, really good ribs, yeah, you'll probably love it. <laughs> but if you've had them good ribs, <laughs> yeah. you know that that's not quite where it's at. Right. <laughs> that's yeah. how you know I'm a fat guy. I, I <laughs> use ribs to, to to you as a metaphor from the movies. I guess you could say the same thing about like. Uh, like bacon strips like that George Carlin's uh, skin on Saturday Night Live <laughs> where it's like you, you know he's got that one bacon like oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I can I can think of other ones like like a Italian food <laughs> like you go eat like home style Alfredo and it yeah. is that, that's like the August Underground cheer mm-hmm. like it's like good yeah 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 this is like not even Olive Garden this is like Fazoli's <laughs> <laughs> Like it's still good, yeah, but it ain't as good. <laughs> and like, I guess another example would be like going to a, like an authentic like Chinese restaurant, yeah, and like, yeah, this is really good. And that's the August Underground trilogy, yeah. And then this is Food City. <laughs> that's a little harsh. Okay. I was gonna say okay. like, uh, like, uh, like, was it Panda Express? Yeah, Panda. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Food City was a bit too hard. Bit harsh. Okay, this ain't uh, gas station sushi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really did a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Gas station sushi would be like my pure joy. Oh, don't even remind me that movie exists. <laughs> this is definitely better than that one. The, the, this movie is a five over that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I'm like. <laughs> there's you. There's some uh, 
moment in fat man history. Yep. <laughs> where we compare found footage movies to food. <laughs> this podcast has probably got another five years before we're both dead. Shh. <laughs> you optimistic. No. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't going to make it to do our, uh, our co-show. <laughs> They're gonna, contact, they're gonna try to contact us, and we're gonna be dead. Yeah, like who will survive is gonna try to contact us, and be like, where are they at? And then it's gonna come out that we're dead. Like, man, these hearts were huge, <laughs> surrounded in fat. Like, oh my god! Like I've never seen such a fatty liver in my life. How can th- these, you know, younger guys die like this so early? Oh my god, Jesus Christ! Seven cardiac arrests at <laughs> once. All right, let's, check, let's open up that stomach. Let's see, let's see what's inside. Oh, yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> ramen. Ramen. Um, ramen on a daily basis. Oh, yeah, that's like, oh my God, this it's completely uncoded. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that is a uh, capture kill release. <laughs> I'm sorry about the Food City part. If the director's out there listening to this, I'm sorry. That I, was way too harsh. Probably not, but yeah. You know, if it so happens somehow the director finds this podcast, you ain't Food City no, sushi bad. No, I, you're not I, even bad. That's what I was no. trying to get at. <laughs> yeah, Food City was way too hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, it's like going to a really good Asian place and getting sushi, and then going to a gas station. <laughs> that's not that's, that. Uh, that is uh, that's my pure joy. Oh, that I movie mean, sucks dick. We couldn't get through it. No, which that's like a first. Cringe. Like I cringed. We got through Alien Beasts. Yeah, Alien Beasts is probably better than my pure joy. At least oh, I got God. some entertainment out of it. Should we do? Should we do an episode on like the worst movies ever? Oh God! I mean, we could. The worst horror movies ever. <sighs> we gonna do Scarecrow, Scarecrow Slayer? Oh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I try to watch that movie, and the effects are like rubbish. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. Oh, we need to get through this. But, yeah, Scarecrow yeah, Slayer, my pure joy. Oh. What was the thing? Trying to think of another one. God, Birdemic. the sequel. Huh? Birdemic. Yeah, Birdemic. The sequel to 2001 Maniac, so that was kind of shit. <laughs> I didn't see it. I don't think I did. Excuse me. Okay. <laughs> so now we're fast-forwarding, or not fast-forwarding, rewinding three years yeah. <laughs> to 2013's little yeah. German flick called <laughs> Nothing Bad Can Happen. Yes. Or Nothing Bad Could Happen. What? Is it can or could? I thought can. Oh, what the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. We can't even get the title of the movie right. No wonder why no one likes us. Yeah, we're the worst. <laughs> we are the worst podcast on iTunes, guaranteed, and SoundCloud. Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far. We might as well be SoundCloud rappers. Uh, nothing bad can happen. Okay. We're the little Zans of freaking podcasting. Ooh, I, okay. <laughs> you need to bring it in a we're little bit. We're the trippy bit. red of podcasting. Okay, that's a little better than little Zan, I feel like. But yeah, we didn't die of eating hot Cheetos or almost die eating hot Cheetos. Jesus Christ! I can see where he's coming from, oh, man. Them shit's good. I don't know. I never found the like the, the hardcore pill. Of, yeah, like, no, I like them. I think they're really good. I mean, they're fun. I could probably go to the hospital eating too many. <laughs> well, some do that. Okay, anyways, because I feel like they're going to check. We're you just out. like trying to have fun before we start talking about this depressing little movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, this movie's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing bad can happen from 2013. It's like it says a little German flick. Yeah, what you gonna say? Uh, oh, oh, go, go ahead. Uh, so, we it. follow Tor, is yeah. his name. And uh, he is a member of the Jesus Freaks. Yeah. Which is a Christian punk community. Which I didn't know was really a thing until this movie. I don't know, is it? I guess it is. I mean, 
I, I was watching, you know, you know, horrible reviews on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the Jesus Freaks is like a real thing. Really? Yeah. I had no clue. I love their symbol, by the way. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> it is really cool. The anarchy logo made with uh, the two crosses. Yeah, it was really good. So cool. However, they are upside down, but, you know, whatever. Semantics. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, like, re- religiously, the upside down cross, upside cross means something completely different. True, true, but, true, but we ain't, getting, we ain't waxing philosophical yeah, on this well, episode. Well, yeah. No need for that shit. So, Tor is with his friend Al. I remember their names because, like, how could you forget them? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, they're going along, and at a ga- at a uh, rest stop, they meet this family whose cars broke down. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Hey, we can help you. We're gonna pray over your car." And they pray over the car, and somehow it works. It works. So he invites them all to come to the to a. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how you describe it because it it's is. A, it's like a church service mixed with like a concert. Yeah. So it is like a so. it is like a it is like a uh, like a service, but it's different. It's different than your regular church service. Yeah. And uh, is his name Benson? I think his name's Benson. I I, I think it I think it is. Uh, you mean look? look it don't matter. It. Okay. I think his name's Benson. If it ain't, we apologize. We might be comparing him to the gumball machine from fucking <laughs> regular show. It's true. But <laughs> there's some similarities. <laughs> they're both abusive. And yeah, they're both abusive assholes. <laughs> but anyhow, um. He comes, and Tor starts dancing, and he has a seizure. Yeah. Which we find later that he has epilepsy, mm. but he says that's how Jesus speaks Bino. with him. Bino, yeah. Bino. Is, is it Bino or Beno? I think it's Beno. I think Beno God, might be a this, gas thing. I think it just got racist up here a little bit. But. Racist? <laughs> well, the, well, not racist, but... I was going to say Beno is like what you take to make sure you don't fart too much, ain't it? Ain't that Beno? I forgot that existed. <laughs> I need that one day. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyways, Benno. Yeah, Benno. He shows up to the little concert, sur- church service thing. Uh, and uh, like we said, Tor has a seizure. He has epilepsy. But Tor kind of takes it as that's how Jesus speaks to him. Because mm-hmm. I guess he may have like, I had a seizure. Mm-hmm. When I had a seizure, I felt like I was having a dream that my eyes were crossed and I couldn't uncross them. So I could see where like maybe you could like have like, not necessarily visions per yeah. se, but like visions in a sense where like you you could dream mm. during these things, and, and I think Tor takes that as these are premonitions or messages being given to him, right? Yeah. So Beno, Ben Beno, 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 like not Beno. It cannot be Beno. It, it can't be Beno. It has to be Beno. <laughs> Beno takes Tor to his house. And is like, hey, you can stay with us whenever you need to, man. Just, I'm sorry, that's just the country slang. It comes out like Beano, Beano, <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, but uh, and Tor's like, yeah, sure, but I'm gonna go back on Jesus freaks. But then he catches Owl, his best friend, mm-hmm. having sex. Yeah, which they're sworn into like celibacy until yep. marriage. Yeah, because yeah. they're Christian. Yeah, which again is this fucked up like mentality of like. All this shit just perfectly falls into place for Tor. Yeah. You know, all these, all of his beliefs like lure him straight into like terrible situation after terrible situation. So he ends up going to stay with Benno. And at first, everything's good. Mm-hmm. But slowly but surely, Benno becomes more and more and more abusive until very bad things happen. Yeah. That's where we're going to leave so the it. The title is very misleading. Well, it comes from something Tor says in the movie. Yeah. That with the power of God, nothing bad can happen. Yeah. But the best... Okay, just a little, just let the viewer, you know, the listeners know. 
if you're going to watch this movie, be prepared because this movie, there's I told I was like I saw one comparison online, which is fair. You know, I would say is fair, mm-hmm. and one I can I can I told you about. Someone online on uh, Letterbox said that this movie is like Lars von Trier's lost film. Yeah, I can see that. It's very nihilistic, very yeah. dark, and sometimes very surreal. Yeah, yeah. And what I said is the best way to compare this, you know, the best movie to compare this to is The Girl Next Door. It it has very similar themes as The Girl Next Door. And I don't know if it's quite as rough as The Girl Next no, Door. I don't know if there's any movie really that I've seen. This, and this movie this is bad. like it's definitely disturbing. Yeah. But to me, like what it is the most is depressing. Like, it's just somber and sad, and you just want things to work out, but you know they just ain't going to happen. <laughs> and just like The Girl Next Door, apparently this is based on a true story. Right. A real and, and story. what I think is the most inter- that here scared the shit out of me. But anyways. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the thing the most interesting about it is that Tor's religious beliefs are both a blessing and a curse, because oh. it makes him a good person. He's a, he's a fantastic human being. Yeah. You know, you said I think you said that you felt he was a little cringy. Yeah, but that was the point, I feel like. Yeah, and I kind of got that, but honestly, I was like, man, he's just a good kid. He's a kid. Yeah. You know? And his Christian his Christian beliefs lead him to being a good person, but they also basically is why bad things happen to him. Yeah. Because he feels like everything is a message from God. Like, he's meant to be here. Benno is his test. He's like Job. Yeah. You know, this is his test to overcome. You know, this is why he's here. This is his mission, almost. You know what I mean? It's either to save Benno or or to overcome his, you know, his cruelty and and not lose faith in God. Which, like, again, we're not going to spoil the end of this movie. You know, you could probably guess. Just from the title and the plot, yeah. you could probably figure out what happens, you know. But, man, the end of this movie is pretty haunting. Yeah, definitely. Because I was sitting, you know... In the, in the same chair, mm-hmm. watching this movie, and just the visuals and the dialogue at the end, it's it's something that sticks with you. Yeah. It, and what makes it even worse is he had a chance, like, he, he had he, a chance to leave. Yeah. Like, he could have, but again, he has that vision, and he's like, this is my, this is my destiny. You know, I'm here to do this because this will happen, you know, without spoiling some things. And things only get worse from there, but he comes so so subservient to it because he feels like that's what he's supposed to do. Yeah, this is one of those movies, after you get done watching, you kind of just want to take a shower <laughs> and kind of, like, wash off everything. We've had this happen a few times with movies. Threads, yeah. Girl Next Door, uh, Black Sun, Nanking Massacre. Yeah. I call it staring off into the distance as the credits play movies. Yeah. Where you're not actually watching the credits, you're just kind of looking through the TV <laughs> as the credits roll in silence, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, oh my god, <laughs> you know, like I, I, anything, like I need anything right now that isn't this movie, even though it, it's fucking good, man. Like the, the <laughs> thing with like the girl next door, though, like I think I mentioned this on that episode, unless I just ranted about the actual case <laughs> for like an hour and a half, but okay. The, the girl next door it took me multiple like pauses to yeah. just get through that thing threads I was just stuck to the screen <laughs> <could not> stop. <laughs> this movie was very similar because like it didn't necessarily scare me per se but it's something that 
it's stuck to stuck in my mind and yeah. I could not get it out. For it hangs days. with you yeah. for sure. Like even like days afterwards, I was still kind of like I think about it. Yeah. In multiple ways, not just like man that was depressing, but also like man that was just really good. Yeah. Like it was just super solid. It's it's really it's a great movie. It's fantastically acted. Mm. It's great. Like it's shot super well. The soundtrack is fantastic. And even though, you know, like Capture Kill release, the it's not nothing super original, but it's handled so well. Like because like the escalation in brutality and cruelty is so slow and so yeah. subtle. Which is not like another movie we've covered, which is like Casting Blues. That's uh, true. <laughs> <laughs> really good too, though. But you know, like it all starts with a punch. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's such an abusive relationship that he punches him, and he's like, "I'm sorry, I didn't mean for that to happen." It oh, it was like, a joke. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, and like, and then like, oh, maybe like, you know, then he does this to him, and then like, it's super slow. Mm. Like. That it cruelty is, yeah. is so slow, and that's super realistic. Oh yeah, like it uh, usually it doesn't go from like joking like, to like just full on like rape and shit like that. Yeah. You know, it's subtle. Like it builds and builds and builds. Like allowances are given. Yeah, the person lets himself go even further and further, and that's what makes this movie even more haunting than some of the other. Even though it may not be as disturbing as something like The Girl Next Door. Because it is so much more realistic in its execution, yeah. you know what I mean. Like it isn't as brutal as the girl next door, and like in its singularity attack. Yeah, but the thing about this movie that almost makes it just as bad as the girl next door is that it takes it's not taking place through someone else's point of view. It's taking yeah. place through the person's. Yeah, yeah, Tor's point of view. Yeah, and like I said, like oh. you, 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 and uh, horrible reviews. The guy we've shouted yeah. out many times on this podcast because he's excellent. Yeah, he's very good. He does a great job, and even when I don't agree with his opinions, I still think he does an excellent job reviewing movies. Yes, hardly ever do I disagree with something completely, completely where I feel like he's wrong about it. You know what I mean? Which I've seen mo- multiple people online who talk about movies and stuff that I disagree with wholeheartedly. Yeah, sometimes even when like in disagreeing, it's fine, but sometimes you're like, I f- don't feel like. You got it. You got it, or you're just being an asshole. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which, for the most part, Horrible Reviews gets it. He's fair. That's all I ever asked for in my reviews. Mm. You know, just be fair. You're right. You don't have to like it. Yeah, exactly. Just be fair. <laughs> like, but, yeah, you're talking about him in this movie? Is that what you're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you said that uh, you agreed with his thought that you felt that Tor at the first was kind of cringy. Yeah. And I see where you're coming from for that, definitely. Mm. But to me, he was just acting like a kid hmm. because he is. I mean, yeah. I, do they say how old he is in this movie? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's so. He's like sixteen, seventeen. He's not. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a young guy. Which I mean, of course, I'm pretty sure they got an older person oh, yeah. to play him. But and it, it, this movie's similar to in like Snowtown Murders, which I know I haven't you seen haven't it. seen, and that they don't show a lot. Yeah, but they don't have to show a lot. You know what I mean? It it's one of those movies where. It doesn't have to show you, like, really anything to shock you. Yeah, because you know what's happening. And, you know, if Girl Next Door has any problems, you know, I- I've heard people argue that, like, you're forced into caring for these characters. And I can see where they come from. I don't necessarily agree. Mm, yeah. Because you don't spend a lot of time with the girl. Right. You know, you're just supposed to feel bad for her because... She's innocent, she's helpless, and you do, and it works. Yeah. 
very like it worked very well on me because I got real pissed. I don't know. Yeah. And I love <laughs> The Girl Next Door. I think it's an excellent movie, yes, and I think it's really one of the good. most disturbing movies ever made. I don't know if I'll ever watch it again. Yeah, but, but you can't argue that their method is very exploitative. It can be, yeah. Because, like I said, it's because she's young. She's innocent. You know, mm. that's why you feel bad for her. It's not because you know her and care for her character. It's because they're doing something horrible to a child. Yeah. You know, and like I said, I don't necessarily agree with that, but I see where people are coming from with that. Mm. Where in this movie, you learn to really care about Tor. Tor's yeah. a good person. You know what I mean? He's a kind-hearted who cares more about what happens to others than his and own himself, well-being. Yeah. So when this guy just takes advantage of that and starts to really, like, abuse him and go crazy and, like... And then, like, there's a point, too, where, like, other people get involved with it. Mm. And you're like, God dang it. Like, why does nobody have this guy's back? Yeah, and it's also like, why don't you just try to fight back? Which I understand yeah. why, but it's one of those things where it's like, just fight back. Yeah, but he's not going to because at the very beginning of the movie, it's instilled into it. Yeah. That, you know, if someone slaps your right cheek, you present the left. God. That... That line at the very beginning of the movie sets this whole thing in motion. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, this movie is super depressing, super super sad, super fucked up. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I feel like it's a really, really good movie. It's an excellent little gem that not enough people talk about. No, I've heard one other person talk mm-hmm. about it. Like, I went to look in my letterbox to see who I'm friends with on there. Nobody's reviewed it. Nobody's was, has it in their lists. You know, it's it's kind of this lost gem yeah. of, like, not just, dist- like, you don't have to be into disturbing movies to like this movie. Sometimes you do. You know, sometimes to enjoy something, you have to be a fan of that extreme. But if you like just good movies that may necessarily not make you feel very good, yeah. this is a great movie. But, you know, th- there are movies where it's just for, like, extreme audiences. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which doesn't like your Serbian films oh, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. But this movie transcends that. This it's just is, a good movie. It's it's a movie that it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna it, to make your gonna heart It's going to affect hurt. you. It's going to make your heart and brain hurt. Oh, it's going to affect you hardcore. Yeah, but it's a solid, solid movie. It's just a really, really good movie. And it's a movie that, like, it's like... Begging to be watched. Yeah, like the fact that more people don't talk about it, it it's honestly surprising. Yeah. Because, like, it is, it's immensely disturbing. So that, it has that, you know, for, like, the extreme horror fans. Mm-hmm. It's super well made. Yeah. It's super well acted. It tells a fantastic story, even though it is tragic. Mm-hmm. It tells a great story. I don't know. I don't know why more people haven't, maybe because it's German and, you know... A lot of German movies. I, I don't know because you know Germany is one of those countries that like delivers a lot of really good movies, mm-hmm. but they're they don't really get their praises sung as much as like Japan or Korea yeah. or, or Italy or something like that. You know, but Germany like forever has been delivering solid solid movies. Yeah, I agree. But they don't really get the same kind of like. Uh, praise for it as other countries and I don't know why that is and to lighten the mood just a little bit also good wrestling WXW oh yeah very good wrestling <laughs> um, yeah nothing back could happen it, it's, uh, it's a movie that sticks with you yeah like I'm not gonna lie it's stuck in my head for a couple of days after watching mm-hmm. it and it would not want to it did not want to leave yeah so um, yeah yeah but like I said like it's definitely one of those movies it's a stare at the TV while the credits play kind of movie but 
I do feel like it should get the seal of approval. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Highly, I, I, all the movies. This is the one that I'm going to highly, highly recommend. Yeah, like this movie should be up there with, I would say, some of the more notorious films in you know the disturbing mm-hmm. genre. And on top of that, I feel like it's one that should be regarded as one of the highest. Yeah, because like there's like there is like kind of like two camps of disturbing films. Yeah. There's the movies that are the most notorious disturbing movies. Yeah. And then the disturbing movies that are also just good movies. Yes. <laughs> you know, like yeah. like on one hand you have like say Serbian film, mm. which is really well made, but you know, you can argue that like it's not it, it, some people might think it's not the best movie in the world. Yeah. But then you have something like Angst. Oh, yeah. Or like In a Glass Cage. Oh, which no. is extremely disturbing <laughs> and, and and you know, nasty and vile, mm. but Super good movies, or you have yeah. like the Human Centipede over here, which yeah. is just disturbing. It's just shock value. Yeah, you know, or even like to, you know, this maybe not be super fair, but like the August Underground movies. I know we like them. Yeah, but they're not for everybody. A lot of people are gonna say that's just exploitative. So, yeah, some people are like it's just torture porn, which I hate that term so much. Yeah, yeah, I do. But you know what I'm saying? That's over here because that's not for everybody. Yeah, that's for the extreme film fans. But then you have something like Threads. Yeah, which is equally as shocking and disturbing, but it's a really good movie, and I feel like that this movie fits in that category absolutely pretty yeah. damn well. Yeah, it's just as it's just as messed up and disturbing as anything you've ever seen, but at the same time, it's really good. So to all to all of those you know that hear about this and they're like, oh, it sounds interesting, do yourself a favor and watch this. It's on Shutter. Yeah, it's on Shutter. Mm-hmm. It's on and Shutter, so I'm sure if you can, if you five bucks it, a month, yeah. <laughs> Shutter. Let me tell you right now, this we're not paid by Shutter. No. I wish we were. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Shutter. hey Shutter, we watch your shit a lot. Hey, <laughs> I know I kind of talk shit at the beginning of the show, but uh, hey Shutter, um, we would like for you to hit us up so you can uh, um, sponsor us so we can get paid for this. Yeah, that'd, that'd be great. I know I kind of talk shit at the beginning of the show. <laughs> But in all seriousness, yeah. five bucks a month and Shudder is awesome. For Joe Bob Briggs alone, it is worth that five dollars. I saw someone post today, like I think it was like on Henry Zabrowski's uh, page because like I think they were sponsored by uh, Shudder. Oh yeah, they, uh, or or someone was, or I don't remember exactly who it was, and they were like, you know, Netflix doesn't have everything you need for horror. Mm-hmm. Shudder is where it's at. Yeah, and like you know the argument. The the one downside with Shutter is like they don't add as much stuff as Netflix. Yeah, they only add like a couple movies a month. But man, like the library is vast. Yes, and like I said, Joe Bob freaking Briggs. J- Joe Bob. Joe Bob. That's all you the need. The legend Joe Bob. Yeah, three specials. That's all you need. Yeah, that's worth five dollars right there. I I agree. Yeah, but I mean to be fair to Netflix though, I, I do really like Netflix. Oh yeah, Netflix is good. I'm not shitting on them. I'm just saying yeah. like. If you want something more horror driven, yeah. Oh man, Shutter's Shutter. where it's at. Yeah. We've discovered great movies on there that we would never have heard of. Uh, didn't we watch Compliance on there? Mm, I'd seen Compliance beforehand, but yeah, we used to yeah. Shutter. But like uh, Ninth Configuration. Oh, that movie's so damn good. Awesome movie that I would never would have seen without Shutter. Nothing bad could happen. Yep. You know? So yeah, five bucks, watch Nothing Bad Could Happen, and then follow it up with Joe Bob, because you're going to need that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, follow it up with Joe Bob in uh, pieces. Yeah. Follow it with Joe Bob and what uh, was it? Uh, the, the Slime Bowl Ballerama. Slime Bowl Ballerama, yeah. yeah. Swear to base follow it up with that. Yeah, because that, that'll make a good double feature because you'll feel super Sh- shitty and then you can get into some fun. Joe yeah. Bob and 
full moon shit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was full moon. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. Full moon's great, though. Oh, I love full moon. <laughs> we to do it in full moon. Uh, yeah, we can talk about how much of a schwindel fucking Charles hey, Band. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hold up. <laughs> let, let, let's not talk shit on your boy Charles Band. I love Charles Band. Yeah. That son of a bitch is one of the <laughs> is one of the dirtiest <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. underhanded whoa. motherfuckers ever you in independent to- cinema. <laughs> Call the fuck down. That son of a bitch is ripped so. Much. All right, I don't know if uh, oh god, I, you'll never hear that. Jeff Burr. He's a great filmmaker. He directed like uh, Stepfather Two, Make Room for Daddy, yeah. uh, Texas Chainsaw Three, uh, From a Whisper to a Scream. Yeah, he's a really good filmmaker who never really got his due. Right. Uh-huh. He directed some of the Puppet Master movies, okay. and at the time, my friend uh, Gilby was really into Puppet Master. Right. Yeah. So I was meeting him, and Gilby was like, uh. How was it working on the Puppet Master movies? And he's like, "Oh, I love working on them, except for." And he stopped and he like looked, and I don't know why he did this, but he stopped and looked. I guess he was looking to see if Full Moon's table was yeah. around. He's like, "Fucking Charles Band." <laughs> he's like, "That guy's the cheapest son of a bitch I ever worked for." <laughs> God. <laughs> oh no. But yeah, we should do an episode on Full Moon one day, just so I can go on random about Charles Band and some of the shady <laughs> shit that guy has done. Oh God. I love him though. He's a legend. <laughs> he's a, he's a legend, but I mean, some legends are cheapskates. That's true. Your boy Paul Heyman. That's true. <laughs> he did not pay his employees uh, for a while. Uh, Troma's notorious for not paying people. Yeah, but Lloyd's awesome. But too. we love Troma. Yeah, Troma's awesome. Troma first full moon is like not you know <laughs> very far second. <laughs> How did we get on this? How did we get on full know. moon and Troma? Uh, because you you said something about uh uh full moon. Because you thought... Uh, Sli- oh, Swordy Bates is live blah, Okay, okay. Anyways, nothing back had happened. Excellent movie. Yes. Now we move back to 2016. So something a little more modern. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. Sort of. <laughs> Fuck. For of course, the... Uh, okay, let's be fair to ourselves for a second. Mm-hmm. Okay. When we comprise our, like, we have, like, an entire list of, like, future episodes. Yeah, yeah. We got them, like... We got a cat. We got a bank. We got a bank. Yeah, we have a bank, which we're... We're probably going to be working on later on. Yeah, as hopefully. Well. If it ain't too late. But, okay. When we made this, these movies were fresh. Yeah. Let me well, make you a martyr and, uh, and Capture Kill release were not. Yeah. It had been about. About, about two a, years ago. Almost two years ago. Yeah. These pages over here are showing a, a, a little bit of age. Right. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> I'm going to be fair to us for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that these weren't modern really anymore. Yeah, it's true. And then we were like, yeah, it'll be a good episode. And then we looked at the years and we're like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> this ain't modern. <laughs> not not even close. <sighs> like the episode, like, I'm pretty sure we've covered a couple movies recently. That are way newer than these. <laughs> God. We are clowns sometimes. Yeah, ass clowns. <laughs> <laughs> the worst god. The worst kind of clown. <laughs> Except for maybe a killer clown. Yeah. We're like a... We're not quite a... What was the clown from Terrifier? Oh, oh shit. I don't remember Shucko? No. Shucko? <laughs> <laughs> Shucko! Oh, I got a lot of headed. <laughs> Shucko the clown... Uh, is that that clown? Isn't it Yucko the Clown? Yucko! That's what you're thinking about. <laughs> yeah. The fucking Yucko the Clown, the biggest dickhead in history. Yeah. Anyways, we need to get in this movie. Okay, yeah. We're whew, we're yeah. off the rails tonight. <laughs> oh, this yeah. might be the best episode of Sick on Sim, uh, or the worst. I don't know. 
<laughs> it's one of the two. <laughs> oh, God. But for 2016, we got the Marilyn Manson vehicle. Yeah. Let me make you a martyr. It has Nicolas Cage on the cover. Oh wait, no, that's Marilyn Manson. <laughs> yeah, oh my God! You don't know how many how many comments I saw about this on Letterbox. Like the the movie with Nicolas Cage on the cover. Oh shit, that Manson <laughs> or something like that. Oh, shit, that Manson. <laughs> my first note is oh, I'm sorry to do this to you, Manson, but my first note was. Manson looking rough. <laughs> Manson looking rough. At least he didn't have that blue neck. Oh. When he was promoting, what was that last album he did? Uh, was it was it Kill For Me? Is that the name of it? That was the song. Okay. You don't have to look it up. It was the last Manson album, whatever yeah. that is. He was doing these interviews, man, and he had his oh. neck painted blue. And I don't know if he was trying to like contour and make it look less... He looked like a fucking like, pissed off iguana. <laughs> he did. <laughs> It was so bad. I was like, man, just just accept the waddle. You got it, dog. Oh we all God. got it. Well, I mean, you know how old he is, right? He's got to be in his 50s, right? 50. Yeah. It's how old he is. So, I mean, uh, we're, like, we're shitting on him a little bit, I guess. But, <laughs> I mean, the guy's 50. Yeah. Just just own it, man. Yeah, just own it. Be, be like the creepy old guy. Yeah. Don't paint your neck blue. No, don't. That was so bad. I could not believe it when I first uh, time I saw it. I was like the fuck? I remember, like, I didn't even know about it. You told me about it. I was like, what? And you showed it to me. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Oh, mama. <laughs> that blue neck. It, it makes it look worse. It looks so bad. Ugh. He looks like a pissed off iguana. <laughs> <laughs> Just scuttling towards you. <laughs> <laughs> All pissed off because you didn't give it damn crickets this week. So the first thing we gotta get into Maybe when talking about... Was bad. <laughs> you're supposed to feed him, like, every day. Yeah. <laughs> What? So I was like, you didn't give us crickets this week. So you, <laughs> you don't give a guana cricket, man. He's dead ass, dude. <laughs> Anyways. He's dead as fuck. He is. <laughs> like I said, this is either the best or worst episode of Singles ever. This, this one is derailed. <laughs> Tired or what? Uh, it's probably Holy. a little bit both. I had a long day at work. I know that much. Anyways, <laughs> let me make you a martyr. The first thing you got to get into when talking about let me make you a martyr. You know what? Let, let me do this. Okay. Let's go to let's go to the trustworthy IMDb. All right, let's go to IMDb. God, this is the worst. <laughs> oh nope, our internet's down. What? Yeah, <laughs> I can't get on to nothing. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Anyways. Glad I wasn't trying to watch that movie now. <laughs> yeah, right? Wait, wait, wait. Maybe it's back. Oh, oh. So here's the thing where I'm getting at. Okay. The the, the description on IMDb and everywhere else. Shudder as well. Shudder. Letterboxed. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get on here or not. <laughs> this might be disastrous. Oh, God, John. <sighs> Sorry about that. Oh, why'd you burn into the microphone? <laughs> don't know. God almighty, guys. <laughs> This is a long one. It's not really. Well, I mean, it's not a long episode, but it's like a, it's a, probably a long one to sit through if you're like. <laughs> <laughs> this All right, I got it pulled okay. up. Okay, let's see. A let's cerebral see. revenge film about two adopted siblings who fall in love and hatch a plan to kill their abusive father. If you can find that in this movie, I'll give you a dollar. <laughs> uh, I'll send. I'll send you a dollar. In the mail, like I want, I won't even PayPal it to you because the, the Wi-Fi's down. I will, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, will, I will take a dollar. And that, folks, is what happens when you don't check the card. 
before you start recording. <laughs> so I don't even know if it caught all of what I was saying. I know you're talking about like if you could figure out if this movie was about two kids that hire a hitman to kill their dad, you'd send them a dollar. Like I will, like again, I will put a dollar in an envelope, and I'll write your address on it, and I'll send it your fucking way because if you can, if you can tell me that this movie has anything to do with that that plot yeah. synopsis, then I, I will, I will legit do that. When I first heard about this movie, I saw the trailer, and what it was described as in the trailer, in the synopsis, was a pair of uh, siblings by, uh, like, sib- like uh, I guess, uh, how would you say? Is it like a step? Step, well, yeah. Uh, sort of. They're adopted. Both of them are adopted. Yeah. So they're, they're both, they're kind of step-siblings, I yeah. would say. Um, fall in love with each other, and then hatch a plan to kill their dad. Yeah. That's not the plot of this movie. No, not in the least bit. I don't know. I don't even know why. I know it's over there. But, <laughs> um, oh my god! I don't so know. basically, it's about this. He's not a kid, first of all. Yeah, he's got to be thirty, forty years old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he comes. He's been gone for a while, and he comes back to his hometown, where his dad, who it's not actually his dad, mm. it's like his adopted dad or whatever, or something like that. Yeah, runs this like drug ring. Around town, mm. and he comes back to the town, and he is in love with his stepsister, and he starts like doing things to <laughs> screw his dad over. I guess because he like gets drugs and money from him, like steals it and stuff like that. Yeah, but okay. And then his dad, his dad, not them, goes and hire this hitman named Pope. Played by Marilyn Manson. Very well, by the way. To kill them. Yeah. That's the plot of this movie. Yeah, but... Okay. When you really sit down and think about it, though, the plot doesn't really make sense. I mean, it makes... Well, okay. Well, the events that happen don't really make sense. Well, there's a difference. The plot does make sense. It's not the plot that's given online for some reason. No. I don't know why it makes it seem as though it's something completely different. That's bizarre. I just... Oh. But it makes sense. What you're talking about is the way the film is put together. I don't know if the editor on this movie, which I don't like you know, talking shit on people mm-hmm. per se, but... I don't know if the editor was asleep during when he was making this. Or <laughs> he, he, accidentally this together. Cut, he deleted some key scenes yeah. on accident. was like, whoop, shit. Uh, well, uh-oh. <laughs> I can't get that again. We have watched movies that are on the bizarre side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Movies Lots that you picture. really kind of have to like <laughs> dig into to try to understand what's going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something like, for instance, like Tetsuya the Iron Man. Yeah. Very bizarre, weird, convoluted at times. Yeah. You know, movies that have you maybe that you know like non six four Pinocchio. Right. They're like, you really got to pay attention to try to grasp what's happening, right? Mm-hmm. Those movies make more sense than some scenes in this movie. Oh my god, which should be impossible. To a lot of people, like, cause there's a lot of scenes in Tetsuyo that that don't really make sense. Yeah, and they're constructed mm-hmm. to not really make sense. And somehow Tetsuyo makes more sense. Makes more sense than this fucking movie. Yeah. How? It's hard to explain what we're talking about without seeing it. 
it feels like key, like literally, like key scenes are missing to make scenes make sense. Like for instance, at the very beginning of the movie, these two guys who are apparently old friends with the guy, you know, go pick him up at the airport. Yeah, and then like jump cut later, one of them's dead, and the other one apparently tried yeah. to kill him, and he's going to kill him instead. Jump cut. We don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. And, and you're like, like the whole beginning of this, this movie begins with a scene with uh, Manson and this other guy kicking down this dude's door and like, give yourself up, it's over, right? Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's the way you introduce Manson's character. You set up something and then you'll come back at the end well, and explain didn't, it. I didn't think he was a hitman. <laughs> sure, I thought he was a cop. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was like an undercover cop. <laughs> that's what it made it sound like. And, oh. And then, it's, I mean, what you just said, when you're like, this happens and this happens, and then, oh, what happened? Yeah. That's not even a lie. Yeah. That's not even, like, an exaggeration. That's just what happens. But so, like, this movie, I'm like, okay, this scene sets up the, the, the tone of the movie and sets up Manson's character. So at the end of the movie, that'll make sense. They show that whole thing again. It still don't make sense. No, it doesn't. There's still parts of like, what, what about without spoiling? Because I don't want to spoil yeah. anything. Because you know, people should go watch the movie for themselves, make their own opinion on it. But I'm like, okay, did this had to happen for? Th- did that? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Who's that? And like, there's even like, whose blood is that? <laughs> yeah. There's a certain scene in which the only reason why it even fucking happens is to get the visual at the end of it. Yeah. And when I saw that, I was like, Excuse okay, me? for one, who even is this guy? It's like, why did this person choke this person? Well, that don't <laughs> yeah. make sense. No, it doesn't. Okay, Pope isn't going to kill him? He's going <laughs> to... Is he dead? You know, like, that's how, yeah. like, that confusing stuff that I just said is what it feels like watching this movie at times. And also, I feel like this movie was sponsored by the fucking Marlboro Company. Because <laughs> everyone's smoking a damn cigarette. That's true. Um, and I don't want to be overly harsh on the movie because I don't think it's a shitty movie. By no, it's not shitty, but it just doesn't make sense at points. Like I said, it it is literally it. What it literally feels like is certain pieces of the movie that made it make sense in certain scenes got deleted somehow, and they yeah. were just like, "We gotta roll with it, man." <laughs> yeah, like, like I wrote down, like you can make a movie, you you can make a movie that asks you questions. Mm-hmm. Which we we just talked about this. Oh yeah, there's plenty of movies like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it at least has to make some sense. Yeah, it's got to be. <laughs> you got to be able to answer the questions. Like if the movie like, can make you ask questions. Yeah, but there has to be answers. Like whether the answers are in the movie or in theory. This movie will leave you with more questions than a jackass movie will. But what I mean by that is. Why like, would you do that? Yeah, why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> and that joke fell flat, but... Eh. <laughs> it's not your best of the night. No, okay. Iguana Manson <laughs> was your finest hour, but, you know... <laughs> My finest hour, that's just... I'm dying. <laughs> I'm dying at, uh, well, I would say midnight, but it's past that. Yeah. It's just like, I don't understand how they watched the final cut of this movie and wasn't like... Well, I mean, I guess I can understand because you're attached to it so much, you understand everything. Yeah. But, you know, like you had to show it to somebody and then be like... Was that guy dead at the end? Did that dude kill that dude? Is he asleep? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like... Is he even dead? Yeah. What happened to this character? He's just gone? 
Who's that? <laughs> Why did this happen? Why does everybody talk like they wrote poetry as a kid? Oh my god, that. Like there's like this weird like drug like drug fiend in the movie who talks all like poetically like it's like but well, it was vulgarly like, at the same yeah, time. It's like Otis's character from like <laughs> House of Thousand Corpses. Yeah. Like you compare to like Everybody's like that. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like I bet if I told you you could see fire or, or however it I bet you, I bet you'd stick your head in fire if I told you you could see hell. Yeah. Yeah. That's how they talk. It's the like white entire- trash Tarantino. Holy shit, is it not? This is like Sun's Anarchy Trailer Park Edition. It's, it's like if the guys from Trailer Park Boys decided to write a serious movie. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not talking about the guys who actually did the show. I'm talking about the people in, in the, the movie. Show. <laughs> Oh my god! And it, we are being harsh, I would say. Yeah, but but the movie has so much potential. Yeah, you know, and it, like I said, I don't think it's a bad movie. I think for what it is, it's just all a little flick. Some of the visuals are great in this yeah. movie, and Manson's performance is great. Really good. He only has like ten minutes of screen time, unfortunately. Yeah, but he's really good when he's on the screen. In fact, I think he should probably go to acting more than he should make music yeah. nowadays. Because I don't think his last few releases has been very no. good. I, I mean, I honestly feel like his like last good release was like maybe in the nineties. Anacrost. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have that album. Yeah, it's a good album. Yeah. Some people will be mad about that though. Well, there's a lot of big Manson fans out there. Okay, I mean that's fine. And that's dandy. fine. You know. I mean, I just don't think he's made a good album since Anacrost. <laughs> I mean, and like, I, I don't know. Like I know we're not like mu- this isn't a music podcast or anything, but like there's a few songs off the other albums that are decent, mm-hmm. but everything else is just kind of me. Meh. Yeah, that's what I think. But it, but he does excellent in this movie. Yeah, he does. He's a very great job. he's intimidating. Oh my god, he's like, soft spoken, but in like almost like an Anton Sugar kind of way from like No yeah. Country for Old Men. Yeah, which that's what this movie feels like. It feels like someone watched No Country for Old Men and was like, I want to make a movie like that because you know you know No Country kind of has a similar thing where like it does leave you wondering yeah. and asking questions. But I feel like in No Country for Old Men, the answers are there. You just kind of have to dig into it. Yeah. The answers aren't in this movie. I yeah. literally rewound the ending three times. Not to understand the twist. I got the twist. The twist was fine. But to figure out the fate of a single character, and I still can't tell you what happened to him. The very beginning, well, you, you know, you talked about this already. I rewound that that <laughs> beginning. I bet you three or four fucking times. Like, Did I blink? Yeah, because like at first, like I'm not gonna lie, I was like looking at the letterbox, right? And I was like, oh, okay, maybe I missed something. I wind it back. Huh? Okay, run that back again. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? That's okay. where I was with the ending. Get the <laughs> and not to, like I said, not to figure out the twist. It has a twist ending, which I think is actually lame. Uh, oh, I don't think it's yeah. a very good twist ending. Yeah, which again, because it's easy to God. figure out, and it's just not that good. Like it's just so unneeded. You know what I mean? Yeah. To add this like one bit of like, I guess, I guess you could say paranormal. Uh, yeah. Sorta, not necessarily, but sorta. Sort of. Yeah. yeah. Moment to it. For what reason? Who knows? I don't know why they did that, or to do it the way they did it. I got that. I understood it. I figured that out. But to figure out the fate of this character, mm-hmm. I rewound the ending three times. I was like, is he dead? Is he asleep? What happened? <laughs> is that Pope? Why is he there? <laughs> okay. Yeah, like there's a point in the movie where a character runs into Pope, which I'm not going to say who. Mm-hmm. And when the said character leaves from meeting up with Pope, he's visibly injured. Yeah. And then, later on, 
He's the same character that's fucking dead in the end. Yeah, and you're like, that does not make sense. So how the fuck did he get back there? To figure out the timeline of what happened, I feel like I need like a physics degree in order to piece everything together. Because I'm like, he, he, he shot himself here, but that isn't what killed him? Even oh. though the ending makes it seem as though that's what killed him, no, he must have shot himself again because that's the only reason that scene makes sense. Which, again... He shoot like if he did shoot himself, he shot himself in the fucking ribs. ribs. And, and it's like you couldn't have chosen a worse way to try to die. Yeah, like he put it into my rib cage. And it's like okay, you you'll probably die. A movie this straightforward should not be this confusing. Oh, no, <laughs> you know what I mean? Shouldn't. Like, like it literally is just like Sons of Anarchy trailer trash edition. That's what it is. Yeah, which is ironic. And it's not bad. Like that stuff's good. It's ironic you mentioned that because there's a guy, and, then, and, and yeah. he does a really good job as yes. well. He's the dad in the movie. Yeah, excellent performance. Like when him, just as good as Manson's, I think. Yeah, he gets under overlooked when he meets up with Manson. You know, to discuss that, brilliant, good stuff, man. Because Manson's legit intimidated, and you like his. You know, I can't think of his name off my head, but his portrayal of that character when he meets up with Pope, he's like, like scared. Time. Yeah, he's legit scared, and it's great. It's so good. And he's complaining the whole time, too, because he's trying to get there. He's like, I had to get in a goddamn boat with a <laughs> yeah. mute. I had to hike my ass up 20 miles. <laughs> I think about dying. I love it. He, he's excellent. He actually, like, because everybody talks about how good Manson is. In this yeah. Movie. That guy's really good, too. And the lead's not bad. The lead's not bad. But the big problem, there's the nothing. just pisses me off because nothing, nothing that happens to him makes sense. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Here's the problems with the movie. One. The plot is completely a lie. It's like, was it Portal? The cake's a lie? Yeah. yeah the, the, the plot's a fucking lie. I have seen movies God. that lead you to think it's going to be this and becomes that. Yeah. I have never seen a movie where the plot synopsis on everything <laughs> isn't right. It's not even close. It's unbelievable. It's not even close. The plot synopsis on every single one of these platforms is in one way wrong, and sometimes even more wrong than the other ones. I just don't understand, from their plot synopsis, where do you see them trying to get revenge? They're not trying to kill her dad, that's for damn sure. No, there's no revenge there. Yeah, they give up real quick in the revenge part. Well, if there's a revenge plot, then it, it ends about halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> they gave up. <laughs> like, like, eh, hell. <laughs> hell with it. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, they'll figure it out. <laughs> if you watch this, like, which I I do think you should watch it, in a way. Yeah, I do too. Because it's like the the grasp what we're trying to explain, and I don't, I don't know. So that's the first thing wrong with the movie. Okay, okay, yeah, that's the first. Woo. Is the plot synopsis? This is like what the hell? The plot synopsis. Oh. Two. It's confusing, and yeah. it shouldn't be. It's a straight, like, the plot synopsis is so straightforward and the original plot in the movie that it's it goes It's easy by. to follow. Yeah. They just, like, screwed up somewhere. I don't know what happened. Someone fell asleep editing or something. It's like that meme when that car, like, it's supposed to, like, you, you, you know, the car going, like, doing a hard right turn. Mm -hmm. It's like making a straightforward movie. Make something that's fucking confusing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Off the right. Three. Bad weird. music choices. Oh my god, like, okay, for one, you have Manson in your movie. Yeah. You could... See, you said this, and I understand why they didn't do that, though. 
Yeah. Because that would be kind of weird. Like, to have him in a scene, all of a sudden a yeah. song plays, and he'd be like, mm, good song or something like that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want that. Yeah, of course. But, like, you could have done anything musically wise. Not this weird blues, but not blues thing. Yeah. I don't know. It, uh, Bad music choices. Yeah. And finally, just underuse of Manson. Yeah. What else? There was another thing that was. It's not as bad as like Joker, like Suicide Squad, where he's oh in there for like God, five yeah. minutes and he's shit. Yeah, he's the worst <laughs> Joker in history. But oh. underutilized of the characters, convoluted ass plot that doesn't need to be convoluted. Yeah. <laughs> but still, at the end of the day, it's like it's not a bad movie. It's not complete shit. It's just falters at all the wrong places. <laughs> the the editor should have saw this movie and should have said. Let me make this make sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, what's there is good. Oh, I know the other thing I was going to say that okay. I hate about this movie. Not everybody needs to talk all eloquently. Well, I mean, you mentioned that. Yeah, but, but yeah. I was like, I was kind of breaking down everything wrong with the movie. <sighs> Not every line's got to be some kind of big, like, aha, you know, kind of moment. Yeah, especially when, in the end, it doesn't mean shit. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't make sense. But... Alas, I don't think it's a bad movie. It really isn't. No, it's not I know a bad we spent nine percent of the time shitting on it. Because there's just so much to go over. Because it's frustrating. Yeah, because this movie has such potential. Mm-hmm. And you know I was saying the majority of the people in this movie do a good job at If what you just pulled it down to what the plot synopsis says it is. Yeah. Where it's these two kids who are who are step siblings who fall in love and wanna get revenge on their abusive father by hiring this hitman, that's an awesome movie. Because, yeah. like I said, Manson does such a good job. He's so scary. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's intimidating. He's quiet. He's, you know, they don't give you a lot about him, but in a good way. Mm. That's awesome. Or if you want to make this, like, Tarantino-esque, Sons of Anarchy-esque action drama, that's fine, too. Because that, there was points I was like, all right, I'm kind of into this, you know? Yeah. But when, like I said, like, when it's confusing, not in, like, mystery but confusing just in it doesn't make sense, <laughs> you've gone wrong. Yeah. I and mean, that, that, that's how it is at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Because, like, there's so many ways they could have made this work. Mm-hmm. And they just didn't. Yeah. They just didn't make it work. They didn't make it work. It, it's like... <laughs> Instead, they focused so hard on this <sighs> bullshit twist ending that's yeah. dumb. It, it's like whenever you're watching... WWE TV, okay? <laughs> okay, here comes the uh, nerd talk. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's like when you're watching a storyline go down, right? Mm-hmm. And then they just throw a curveball in there They just for give no up reason. on the end of it? Yeah, like, they just... Like WWE does all the time? Yeah, they, they just, just give like, up. Eh, screw it. It's so unsatisfying. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't work. It's like... <laughs> if this movie is a revenge film, like yeah. it claims it is, which it isn't... <laughs> right. It fails miserably. Because the point of the revenge is either you're going to get a satisfying revenge or an unsatisfying revenge. Yeah. You know, you're either going to get, like, vigilante that you're like, whoa. Yeah. Or I saw the devil where you're like, mm. ugh. You know, even when it's done, ugh. This is just like, they, I don't know. Was there revenge? Was there? <laughs> what happened? What? <laughs> Excuse me, what the fuck? <laughs> it- at the very end, they're trying to, like, recap everything, too. I, I don't understand. I didn't. That's the part I were around. Literally. 
Like, the twist ending happened. I was like, that was lame. What happened? <laughs> God. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with, like, more comparisons, but I don't know if anything is as unsatisfying as, like, what happens in this movie. Yeah. I mean... Maybe it's like ordering a burger at a restaurant and coming out with a chicken sandwich. Yeah, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> That's what I got. That's not what I ordered. <laughs> but it was cooked in like beef fat or something. Yeah, so I was like, like oh. it kind of tastes like what I got. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of... <laughs> <laughs> I can take it or leave it. But yeah, that's Let Me Make You Martyr. I do recommend it. It's on Shutter. Watch yeah. it. You may love it. Yeah. People will love it because it does yes. have this grimy, gritty, trashy style to it yeah. that people are going to love. But to me, when I was looking, like, as I was watching it, I was just getting more and more frustrated. Like, what's the, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Where? That don't make sense, you know? Like if, if it was like they went with art over... Substance. Yeah. Which we've seen plenty of movies that do that, and they work, oh. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> That's all I can say, really. Yeah. Give it a watch. It's not complete shit, even though we trashed it for, like, 20 minutes. Like, again, like, it is not shit. It's not shit. Like, it's just... A lot of potential, just poorly executed. Poorly executed. At the end of the day, it could have been something good. It's average to below now, yeah. you know? Yeah, I agree. So, there we go. Another episode on the books. I think this may be the first episode where, like, only one of the movies we gave, like, super positive. Yeah. Nothing bad could happen. Or can happen. You keep saying could, but... Well, <laughs> nothing bad know. could, but it sure damn did. Yeah, even that one we talked about, it was depressing as... Yeah. All hell, but, but it's a great movie. That's the one I recommend the highest. Go yeah. give that movie a watch. Support it. Great stuff. What's next, my friend? Okay, so we were talking about this a little bit mm-hmm. before the show, and we were trying to figure out what should be next. We had something planned, but things kind of fell through a little bit. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be covering Satan. Satan! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so... <laughs> that epic introduction for just like hold on, hold on a second here. Let me get my let me get my ring glasses on here. Just <laughs> my glasses. So we're, we're what are we covering, John? <laughs> Did you just get that paper? Uh-huh. Put it down. Well, uh, okay. To be like, what are we talking about? <laughs> Don't you have it? Well, like I was gonna, I said the like the title. Yeah. And then I was looking through it, but then read off the titles, because I, that's what I always do. And I was like, huh, maybe you should do this. It's Ricky Six. Yes. It's the Devils, and it's Alucarda. Three three ver- different variations of Satanism. Yeah. You have bullshit Satanism <laughs> that led to a murder. Yeah. You have uh, accused of being a Satanist, or in cahoots with the Satan. Yes. That caused a witch hunt. And then you have... Down and out, selling your soul to the damn devil. Yeah, <laughs> which we we were talking about uh, covering uh, Van Bever's adaptation of like. Yeah, we Mickey might throw story. it in there. Yeah, well, we we could. My sweet Satan. Yeah, yeah. Which is it's really good too. It's very good. We'll do it. Yeah. Which I've we'll never, figure it out. We may save it for Van Bever. We may not. We'll figure yeah. it out. <laughs> which oh, we have in Van, Van Bever episodes and we. Well, we kind of already screwed that up by doing Debbie and Dawn. Damn it. Yeah, but anyways, I think it's time to say goodbye. Questions, comments, concerns, oh, sick on cinema yeah. dot sickoncinema.com. Sick on cinema at gmail.com. Yeah, website. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Who Will Survive, Rants from the Black Lodge, Rain Architect, they're our buddies. Go give them a follow. Yeah. We love them. So, yeah, I apologize for that awkward ending. <laughs> that was great. That was about as good. That's better than the ending of uh, uh, Let Me Make You a Martyr. <laughs> well, thank you. But I'm John. 
I'm Matt. And you've been listening to the podcast dedicated to the dark side of film. Sick on cinema. 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 cinema.